Well, aloha from Maui, Hawaii. It's Michael Benner, your host for the Ageless Wisdom Mystery School. So, here it is, uh, 1 o'clock Pacific on a Sunday afternoon, 4 o'clock in the East, 20 hours universal time. It's still 10 a.m. in Maui, and I'm working on my first cup of coffee. Happy to be here, however. Our topic for the day today is about going back to bed. <laughs> really, it's about sleep and dreams. It's dream incubation. What in the world is that? Dream interpretation. Oh, okay, well, that makes sense. Understanding not only the spontaneous dreams that you have while you sleep and sometimes remember when you wake up in the morning, but also how to incubate a dream. In other words, how to suggest to yourself as you fall asleep that a dream will be about a particular topic or subject or area of interest in such a way that while you sleep, while the conscious mind is unconscious, the subconscious mind continues to think and feel and with its access to higher self and expanded awareness can bring you insight, actual practical solutions when you do remember those dreams. And this kind of dream programming, if you will, is usually what we mean when someone says dream incubation or they write dream incubation. That's what we're talking about. This has been around for years and years and years. Few people are interested, and um, I'm not sure why, because to use your dreams to access information that you otherwise would not have access to uh, and and to a, then apply that information in such practical ways in your daily life it's just so powerful it's like you have this uh, this guru or this uh, great teacher this swami or uh, prophet inside of you that you can access for uh, information and again if you don't like what it says you don't have to do it you know um, many times dreams will come in, not only in a symbolic way but with layers of symbology so you get to dream on one level and then maybe on another level and once you consider how richly structured dreams can be and once you understand that there is a, uh, a conspiracy or uh, what John Steinbeck called a committee of sleep that seems to want to help you out and is always on your side, it's reliable and, and, and trustworthy, well, that too is a pretty fascinating or rather amazing thing. So I hope you'll make it a point to stay with us for the next few minutes. And then uh, after we introduce the topic here in the free forum, I, uh, I certainly hope you'll follow us to the premium training. We have a different website we'll go to at half past of the hour and talk about this whole concept in depth. 
roll up our sleeves and in a tuition-based 90-minute extension, we'll really get into the whole idea of dream incubation and interpreting the meaning of dreams as allegory, as rich metaphor in your life, and some tools and tips about all of that, as well as just how to go to sleep and how to stay asleep and how to go back to sleep. There are a lot of people whose insomnia only occurs after they wake up once in the middle of the night. They go to sleep well enough, it's just staying asleep or going back to sleep if you have to get up and visit the restroom and then you lay there in bed and you start thinking, what is that insomnia about? It can be any one of a number of things, but often is not. It's just too much mental activity. How do we do that? How do we, how do we, uh, that is, slow the mind down? How do we calm the emotional nature so that uh, we can actually fall asleep again? Right? It's an odd feeling to know that you're tired, that you need the sleep, that you have something you need to do the next day. And my God, you can feel in your body exhausted and yet uh, the way people often reported to me in my private practice is uh, I, I, I just can't stop thinking I just can't get my mind to be quiet and what's that all about actually that's a good place to begin so we'll even talk about a little three-way step for going to sleep for waking up feeling really good the next morning and uh, how to suggest to yourself that you will remember from your spontaneous dreams uh, some information to help you solve a practical problem in your waking life. Okay, first of all, I want to, uh, I've already mentioned that the 90-minute class that follows this free intro we'll go until about 25 after, is tuition-based, and we'd love to have you join us. It's uh, not hundreds of dollars. It's uh, not even uh, as much as uh, a cheap breakfast. It's basically a couple of bucks if you enroll for a 13-week term, and that's what most people do. You sign up for 13 weeks, and it's only like $4.60-some cents per class, so less than $20 a month uh, to attend the Ageless Wisdom Mystery School. If you enroll for a full year, it goes down to $3.21, I think, or three twenty-seven, something like that, basically three and a quarter. And uh, then it's only if you cherry-pick the classes and come in one at a time that it's $6.97, and even that's a bargain. So uh, you can do all of that quite easily. The thank you page will contain the web-based address, the URL, uh, the website that you'll go to for each class. That'll be on the thank you page. And then if, as they say, you subscribe for more than one class for instead of 13-week term or a full year, you'll get an email 
usually Saturday night, Sunday morning, just before the class. And again, the free forum, as you know, is always at 1 o'clock Pacific, and the class will follow immediately from 1.30 to 3 Pacific. So enroll at theagelesswisdom.com. That's our primary website, the w's.theagelesswisdom.com. Click on webinars and then premium webinars, and you can enroll in about 60 seconds. And the thank you page will give you the info to listen in. So join us today for this class on Dream Incubation. I'll share a little more with you here in the free forum. We'll do a little exercise before we uh, jump over to the premium side. And we'll podcast this for your convenience as well. The tuition-based premium training that follows obviously can't be podcast, but it's always available to those who have enrolled uh, as a replay, uh, streaming audio on our website, and then you can even download it as an MP3 to your own computer and do with it what you'd like. Put it on your smartphone or your touch, your iPod or iPad, or uh, keep it on your desktop, your laptop, play it any time in any way you'd like. Burn it to CD, collect the whole series, <laughs> as they used to say in Flash Gordon, collect the whole series. The other thing I want to invite you to, which is free for you to enroll, free to use, and free from ads as well, is a pretty cool little social net called the Ageless Wisdom Social Net. And all you do is add N-I-N-G to the address so that it becomes theagelesswisdom.ning.com. And like Nancy, I-N-G, theagelesswisdom.ning.com. And you can sign up and sign in. There's a blog there. You can write a blog. You can uh, enter a comment or you can start a thread of your own in the discussion group. There's live chat, some very cool videos that other people have posted, uh, JPEGs, uh, a lot of cool little features, as well as the ability to meet other like-minded people, because this is a targeted social net. It's like Facebook in some ways, except that it, as I say, is ad-free, and uh also free to use and free to join, but has none of those ads. And it's basically limited to people who are interested in personal and spiritual development, people who are really intrigued by the idea of self-awareness and personal growth. And what we call spiritual activism, there's just lots and lots and lots of people that don't care about politics but we do have an agenda of social issues that we care about. Maybe you don't like GMO foods or you're concerned about air pollution or water pollution, pollution of the land, which uh, Hawaiians call the aina. And uh, you're concerned perhaps about social injustice and um, the free flow of information, censorship and privacy issues but not from a political point of view. Your uh, social and economic concerns as well 
maybe based more in your conscience. And if that's what drives you, then this is a place where I think you'd feel really comfortable. We're a small group, about 250 people, but we're growing every week. And these are really some wonderful, like-minded women and men from all over the world, from every continent so far. So check it out, theagelesswisdom.ning.com for the free social net for personal growth and self-awareness and spiritual activism. And then the, the standard website, the w's.theagelesswisdom.com for enrolling in the premium audios. And there's a lot of other good information at that site, too. I have a whole section on abolishing war and another one on abolishing hunger, which are really from a non-political point of view. A lot of good reference material on that website as well. Right. So again, our topic for the day today, dreaming cubation. Let's talk about this a little bit. First of all, everybody does dream. Yes, you do. <laughs> There's no point in arguing about it. Uh, people who go more than two or three days without being allowed to experience dreams, in other words, in sleep and dream labs, if you have a technician monitor a subject's sleep in a sleep lab or research situation, and every time they start dreaming, as indicated by rapid eye movements and brain waves, so-called REM activity, they're awakened and allowed to sleep as much as they want. They can go right back to sleep, but they're not allowed to dream. Well, you go certifiably insane in about two days. The need to dream is so strong that you will hallucinate in your waking life. Uh, suddenly, uh, dream-like things, you know, those crazy things that happen in dreams, will begin to happen with actual visual and auditory stimulus as you walk around in the world. So uh, the need to dream, it seems quite imperative, and it, we don't know exactly why. It looks like Dreams, at least in part, have to do with processing information, uh, understanding and conceptualizing, uh, organizing, uh, moving information from short-term memory into long-term memory, deciding what gets filed where in the memory banks based on the emotional impact of the feeling. It seems that the stronger the emotions involved in a given circumstance or situation or event, whether positive emotions or negative emotions, doesn't seem to matter. If the emotional charge is strong and you have a high emotional affect, then you're more likely to have that memory move from short-term to long-term as you sleep and dream and have it available to you as a long-term memory down the road. Whereas the less significant emotionally, well, the less likely you are to remember it. So we're not sure all that's involved in the need to dream, the imperative nature of it, but everybody dreams, whether they remember them or not. And dream cycles are basically every 90 minutes. 
you dream for five or six minutes every hour and a half or so. And you go from a deep sleep, which is marked by a, de- a delta brainwave rhythm, zero to four cycles, up into a slightly more active theta brainwave range, four to seven cycles. This is associated with strong imagery and also rapid eye movement. Uh, It's really not all that rapid. And maybe you've seen your dogs do this or your cats. Dogs, sometimes it's quite marked. Uh, A dog will uh, obviously be dreaming. Sometimes they'll even be uh, running, it appears, while they lay there. And you can tell they're, well, chasing a squirrel or something in their dreams. But if you roll back the lid or if their lids are open just a little, you can see that REM activity. People do the same thing. So that and the slightly elevated rate of uh, or frequency of the electromagnetic brain waves that come off everybody's brain when they're alive, from fetal development to ultimate death. Uh, these are indicators that about every 90 minutes or so you cycle into five or six minutes of uh, dreaming of REM activity. And then you drop back down into the deep N REM or no rapid eye movement sleep and the delta slower, broader, the delta brain waves less than four cycles per second. So there's no question about that. Let's put that to rest. And uh, we've talked a little bit about why we dream. Still, a lot. the jury is out on that. There's a, a lot we do not know about the imperative nature of dreaming. I'd like to give you here in the free forum a little three-step technique for going to sleep and uh, demonstrate that for you before we jump across to the premium program here in a few minutes. Uh, the first and most important thing to do when it comes to going to sleep or going back to sleep even is uh, clearing your mind. How do you do that? Well, it's basically a function of relaxation. You have to convince the subconscious mind or said another way, the brain, that you're really safe. If you find yourself laying in bed and there's just too much thinking going on, or maybe you're in emotional turmoil, and you need to calm those emotions or quiet that mind, the secret is breathing and relaxation. That is slow, deep, yoga-type breathing, and an actual letting go of muscular tension. This is when combined, especially with closing your eyes, no different than going into a meditative or contemplative level by convincing the brain or the subconscious mind that you really are safe. The problem with too much thinking is that it often feels dangerous and the body is stimulated by a part of the brain called the amygdala to prepare for any potential danger in all that mental activity. So you get a little vicious cycle going on where some level of anxiety gets you thinking and you start thinking too much and that generates more anxiety and uneasiness which 
the brain interprets as potentially dangerous, and so let's be even more easily distracted so the danger doesn't sneak up on us, and more sensitive to our emotional affect, and that'll create a little more anxiety and uh, a little more easily distracted with my thinking, and around and around it goes. Confusion promoting anxiety and stress, which promotes more confusion and more anxiety and more confusion until you create an engine of anxiety and you just lay there exhausted, wishing you could go to sleep, but unable to because your body thinks it's in danger, even though there is no danger and it's really just confusion that you've whipped up in your own mind. So by closing your eyes and taking a few slow, deep breaths and then creating and sensing a feeling of being relaxed, like imagine slipping into a hot bath or a jacuzzi. Uh, Imagine that you're getting a massage and it feels so good. Or imagine yourself laying out on the beach on a warm, sunny day and you just feel the warmth of the sun gently penetrating your body and the muscles are relaxing. You feel the letting go. You take initially some slow, deep breaths and then allow your breathing to slowly find its own natural rhythm. These feelings of safety, of letting go of muscular tension, really relaxed breathing replicates safety. And sure enough, The emotional nature becomes more calm, little by little. The mental nature becomes more quiet, little by little. You can imagine yourself walking downstairs, using suggestions mentally, silently, about going deeper and deeper down the stairs, more and more relaxed, feel the letting go. And I'd like to suggest a little three-step approach to all of that, actually, where the first thing you do is set a mental alarm clock. Just tell yourself what time you wake up in the morning. Uh, Nothing shatters the dream state. It makes it more difficult to remember dreams than an alarm clock going off unexpectedly. But if you visualize a clock in your mind, turn the hands around with your fingertip all in your imagination. And imagine pulling the pin on this imaginary clock and saying, this is what time I'll wake up. You don't need an alarm clock. You'll wake up naturally at that time just by suggesting as you fall asleep that you will. And it takes a little practice, two or three days. And then tell yourself when you wake up, you're going to feel great, rested and relaxed as if you'd had a Full night's sleep. This is good for people that uh, can only grab a quick nap, maybe 30 minutes or an hour or an hour and a half. You want to grab a little nap. And yet sometimes if you expect to wake up feeling out of sorts and poorly, you actually promote that. So instead, tell yourself, gosh, you've only got 20 minutes here to grab a quick nap, but... I'm going to wake up feeling really great. Same thing when you go to bed at night. And then suggest that you'll remember and understand one of your dreams. Those three steps, set the mental alarm clock, 
Spend just a few moments thinking about what a great day tomorrow is going to be, that you're going to wake up alert and rested and pop out of bed feeling fine and plug in the coffee, smell the coffee, get in the shower, put on that new shirt or outfit that you got. Oh, I'm going to have lunch with so-and-so today and a meeting later on I'm looking for and framing everything just as positively as possible. And... I'll remember and understand one of my dreams, and then you write them down. So just close your eyes for a moment and practice a couple of slow, deep breaths and feel the letting go in your body. Then set the mental alarm clock. See this imaginary clock in your mind, and with your finger, reach out and move the hour hand or the minute hand around and around until it's set for the time you want to wake up. Imagine pulling the pin. Psych up. Tell yourself, I'm going to wake up feeling great, rested and refreshed and looking forward to the day. And I'll remember and understand one of my dreams. When I wake up in the morning, I'll remember and understand one of my dreams. Then imagine just walking slowly down the staircase, going deeper and more relaxed until you literally fall asleep effortlessly, so easily. And of course, waking up, you'll feel refreshed. You'll pop right out of bed and write those dreams down right away. Dream fragment, whatever you remember, put it down right away before you go to the shower or the uh, the bathroom for whatever, because uh, after you're awake a little while, it'll be harder to remember the dream. So join us in the premium training. We'll go a little deeper into the, all of that to talk about incubating dreams as well to be about what you want them to be about. But first, you got to get better at remembering one of your spontaneous dreams. So thanks very much for being with us today. And... Uh, Join us in the premium training. Tell your friends about the podcast here. Get over to the Ning site. If you haven't ever enrolled or signed up, that's all free, theagelesswisdom.ning.com. And if you ever want to talk to me about any private work, counseling, or training of any kind, couples counseling, career counseling, or you're just stressed and confused, give me a call anytime, 24-7, my voicemail, is in Los Angeles. It's 818-569-3017. Okay? 569-3017 in the 818 area code anytime, 24-7. Leave a number and I'll call you back. Thanks for being with us. Hopefully we'll see you in a few minutes at the Mystery School Premium Training And as always, be gentle, love life, and take care of each other. This is Michael Benner. Aloha from Maui, Hawaii.